0: previously on the Monday Night Scores.
1: The ringmaster, who, as we know, will go on to become Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: What if all our
1: stars have to take drug tests for steroids?
2: Uh, nice absolutely hands down. It'll be a travesty if, if it doesn't. I might jack the whole thing if it doesn't, actually, because <laughs> we're going to go for
0: it. High stakes yeah. High stakes indeed. The end of it is picker. He's put his career on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what we think, but what did the American public think in 1996? Over to the golden envelope for the TV ratings. This could be me. About to be done. Nitro, 2.8. Raw, 3.0.
1: Shut up! It's the
0: end of the nitpick, ladies and
1: gentlemen. (laughs) That is unbelievable. My last pod. That's pod. <laughs>
0: what a cliffhanger to end on! What we'll happened next? <laughs> next time out, we've got Stone Cold in in-ring action, and we've got at long last the return of Meng. Will it all live up <laughs> to the hype? You'll have to tune in next time to find out.
2: You're worrying my thoughts, though.
0: Welcome to the Monday Night Scores Season 2, a wrestling podcast covering the epic battle for rating supremacy between WWF Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. We relive the war skirmish by skirmish to decide which show we think should have won the fight for viewing figures that week. We then reveal which show actually did take the gold in the Nielsen ratings using our golden envelope. We've been away for a little while following the dramatic events at the end of season one. The nitpicker, under absolutely no pressure at all, put his career on the line, betting on the golden envelope ratings result. And we still don't know if he's able to return. You have to keep listening to find out. But we can confirm that we are back for Season 2 with an uncut, uncooked, uncensored new format that'll mean we can keep styling, profiling, and supplying you with white-hot content from the Monday Night Wars. So belt up, strap in for Season 2, and get ready to get your kicks as we head all the way back to 1996. Last time out, Raw edged its nose back in front on the Monday Night Scoreboard, beating Nitro to go ahead 8-7 in the ratings war, by frankly stealing a win after a turgid episode. But how will they fare this time? There's only one way to find out. But before we head ringside, we'd best start by introducing ourselves. I am one of your hosts, my name is Steve, and I am, as always, joined by a man who, in spite of the fact it's been more than half a year since we put out an episode, has only just managed to get his larynge, that's larynx in Spanish, back on track after his Vince impression for the ages. And who is also the man in possession of a brand new casser.
1: It's the one and only lost Liam.
0: All right, Liam? Hello, how are we? Very well. How's the throat, more importantly?
1: Uh, it's 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 recovered. Um, <laughs> and and speaking, speaking of the... Uh, the Vince impression. Yeah, go on. Uh, I, I think I decided to take it just a, a bit bit of abs- leave of absence after the uh, after last pod heard, um, just to reflect personally on where I was at that stage in <laughs> my life. Um, and I, I just imagine it was how Gareth Southgate was feeling after he missed the uh, the penalty for England at Euro '96. You know, just complete complete shame. Um, I was fully expecting the town crier from the Game of Thrones to just jump out in front of me whenever I was walking down the road. So uh, a decision was made to step away from the podcast game for a little while. But I'm happy to say, after some time away, I've returned hopefully a better man. So we'll see how it goes.
0: (laughs) Fantastic.
1: Good to be back, though, Steve.
0: Oh, great to be back. Great to be back. Great to have you back. Ladies and gentlemen, you join us live. And oh, hang on a minute—I can—I can see a black limo pulling up into the arena in my monitors. But who's inside? Well, we're live back in the arena. I guess we're about to find out who was in that car.
3: Meat picks.
0: Lost Lean, by God, that's the nitpicker, he's back.
3: No,
1: he's gone, <laughs> never to be seen again.
0: It is, and he's making his way to the announce table. Blimey, he's got more pyro than sting, that lad. And now I am, as always, joined by a man who, just this last week, bought a vintage tape measure solely for the purpose of checking the accuracy of his other tape measures. Because, in his words, you never know nowadays, do you? It's the one and only nitpicker, Jim! <laughs> Where have you been? How do you manage to resurrect your nitpicking career, fellas, in?
2: Oh, yeah, how are you doing? Um, nice, nice build-up. I just, essentially, I don't know, I feel like I should probably point out from the outset that I had nothing to do with that build-up. I just I'm <laughs> some kind of diva. I'm only coming back. I'll come back, but I'm only coming back. <laughs> If I get a massive introduction, Okay, big pop in the crowd, that <laughs> no, I have nothing to do with that. um That's not making the edit.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I've just been a long, a long bit like Liam really. had A long period of reflection after after the last time when obviously I put my my place in the pod in the line and
0: <laughs> unprompted
2: with a with a, an errant guess about which show would have won the particular ratings battle and then I got it wrong and I has been you know didn't, didn't pick themselves to to convince everyone to shoot and I've had to disappear for a significant period of time. How can people miss you if you don't go away? <laughs> exactly, exactly that. So um yeah, I've wow. done that. Now I'm now I'm back. I'm back and I'm ready to scrutinize some nineties <laughs> <90s> shit wrestling.
0: <laughs> Fantastic cracking stuff, it is good to be back. Well we'd best get into it then, alright Jim, nothing changes, get yourself down and I'll get you placed in history with some cultural reference points, here we go. Let's set the scene. The date is the 15th of January 1996. This week, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted some music legends, including David Bowie, Pink Floyd, Gladys Knight and the Pips, The Velvet Underground, The Shirelles, Tom Donahue, Jefferson Airplane and Little Willie John. In film, action horror flick from Dawn Till Dusk is released and goes straight to the top of the US box office, grossing $10,240,805 in its opening week. And there were another round of 90s music releases with improbable names. Walk Mink released El Product, one of Lost Leem's favourites, I believe. Black Metal Band Dark Throne released Total Death, And the 5678's released Bomb the Twist, featuring that woohoo song from Kill Bill, which you'll now all have in your heads until we get to the 97 episodes, I do apologise. Right, now we know which musicians we were doffing our collective caps to, what we were watching at the cinema through our fingers, and what we were listening to in even more mild disbelief than last time. Let's see how Vince and Eric tried to compete with that lot. There'll be brutal snowy car park ambushes, high-octane smoking gun arachnid sandwiches, but thankfully no yetis wearing bandages. Let's get cracking! And we kick off with the Raw Rundown. We've got Vinnie Max WWF Raw, who is still holed up in the Bob Carpenter Center in Newark, Delaware, for a pre-taped edition of Monday Night Raw. The action that gets us underway is Owen Hart with Jim Cornette taking on Jim's favorite Marty Giannetti, whom he defeats by a weird inside-out flip into a bridging pin in a match with more flip-flops than Copacabana Cabana Beach. We're then treated to a royal rumble.
3: Nice. <laughs> later. later. <laughs>
0: We're then treated to a Royal Rumble report from the imitable Todd Pettingill. He tells us that the Rumble will be the fastest-paced hour on television and that one of the early odds-on favourites is Big Daddy Cool Diesel. A Diesel promo ensues where he talks up his chances, but not before wishing good luck to his buddy Shawn Michaels, because of course he does. Terrible. We head to the concourse, where Doc Hendricks is awaiting the arrival of Razor Ramon. I don't know how he's been tipped off about Razor's arrival and how he would know, but apparently he has, so there's Doc. (laughs) Then the in-ring debut of one of the Monday Night Wars' chief architects is none other than Matt (laughs) Hardy. Yes. (laughs) And who is Matt Hardy (laughs) taking on? It's none other, none other than the future Stone Cold Steve Austin here as the Ringmaster. Which anyone who listened to our last episode will be fully aware of, thanks to Lost Liam, as Vinnie Mac. He's accompanied to the Ring, the Ringmaster is by his manager and the man who gave him the million dollar title, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) <laughs> whose name I can't hear now without hearing it in Liam to Vince. And, as we know, uh, as the nitpicker has spoiled, it's not only just the ringmaster in action, but he's going up against Maploody Hardy. Ringmaster gets the win here in a cracking squash match via knockout after Hardy succumbs to the million-dollar dream. We are then forced to endure a goppingly awful HBK Royal Rumble promo where a besuited Sean is featured as the man himself also provides the voiceover saying that he's willing to go out there and lay it all on the line to steal the show. His narration is so flat that it makes it sound like he's doing it under duress. It's it's like a hostage tape. It's it's, it's crackers. He basically tells us that he's he's back in for the Rumble, uh, which we already knew. Uh, and that his docs don't think it's a good idea that he's in the Rumble, which we already knew.
1: And that he has goals, which we already knew. Sorry, Steve, let me jump in here. Um, so so the footage they use, the, the, the footage that they decide to lead with is, um, I can't remember the name of the physician, but um, <laughs> he, he comes out, doesn't he, and says, technically, Sean has brain damage.
3: <laughs> yes, he right, does. So- Oh God! Where
1: does that leave him now? Like, you, 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 there's no wiggle room at all here, is it? There, there
0: really isn't.
3: No,
1: <laughs> I mean, we, we've all, we, we've all. I mean, I, I think we can all agree that he's he's got some kind of head trauma to be knocking about in this clobber he he does on a weekly basis.
2: <laughs> seems to have had it for a long time. But,
1: yeah, but uh, yeah, so this will be interesting to keep an eye on. If he's, oh, if it's man. been you know announced that he has brain damage and the the Royal Rumble's like what five or six days away, that'll be interesting, won't
0: it? You, you're so right. It's a it's 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 a sh- it's a sham. This it's an absolute farce. He does the whole thing in a
2: third person as well, doesn't he? Which I would again could be another yeah. another byproduct of said brain damage. <laughs> Referring to himself as Sean goes all
1: the way through.
0: Oh, there's warning signs all over the <laughs> shop. Absolutely all over the shop.
1: And he he refers to the Syracuse incident as as being beaten up by nine thugs, like he had no involvement in it at all. There was no like no provocation from him himself. It, it was just him being beaten <laughs> yeah. up. So,
0: and I'm sure one. I don't gets know, added I don't know every who time. to believe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Sean tells us that uh, the hopes and dreams of a 12 year old boy to be WWF champion still beat inside the heart of a 30 year old man, which is a bizarre thing to end on. But he does. So there we are. Next, we're back with Doc again, but there's still no sign of Razor. He's had bad intel here, Doc, he really has. Then we head to the arena where the Smoking Guns successfully defend their tag team titles against the Spiders. The Spiders are made up of Spider 1 and Spider 2. And did anyone clock who Spider 1 and Spider 2 are?
1: Didn't. I, I didn't clock it, but I did a bit of research. But go on, I won't go on you, Liam. I will spoil it for
0: you. No, go on, Liam. Tell us.
1: Inform us all. Spoil it for us, Liam. Come on. Uh, uh, uh real men wear skirts.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Mosh
1: and Thrasher, the headbangers. <laughs> the headb- it's only the headbangers. It's only the bloody
0: headbangers. I used to love the headbangers. I can't wait to see them in headbanging guys. But uh, here they were taking on the guns. Uh, the guns won by pinfall, and we move on to billionaire Ted's wrestling war room. Yes, we're still doing this. So, Ted's annoyed that he's bought himself a network and a World Series, but wants to know why he can't buy the WWF, and why their wrestling is still better than his. Vince Russo tells him that it's because they have old wrestlers who started wrestling in the 80s, to which Nacho Man interjects to say, Hey, I started in the 70s, ooh yeah. Enough of that crap, we're back in the ring, where Vince interviews Goldust. I love that they keep the lights down and Goldust, Gold Spotlight on and keep his music on the background throughout.
2: What is... What is gold? We haven't done this this podcast for a while, have we? we haven't, I haven't watched any, any Raw from 1996 for a long time either. Nope. And as a result of that, I'd momentarily forgotten the gold dust is bizarre. But then it was it was good that right at the very top of the interview, Vince was straight in there. Get it?
3: Okay. Hit me over <laughs> the head
2: with it. Hit me over the head with it. <laughs> There's something about that painted gold guy that I just can't, I can't put me in there. There's something not normal about it. What, what is it? What is... Oh, yeah, thanks, Vince. He's bizarre.
3: I got it. Thank you know exactly
0: <laughs> correct well Vince goes further Jim He because um, we, we start with uh, with Goldust uh, saying how much he fancies Razor Ramon to wind him up still further ahead of their match and Vince asks uh, asks Goldie if uh, he really feels that way or if he's just playing on the homophobic fears of most men speak for yourself men. there Vince <laughs> thank you very much men. <laughs> most men
3: unbelievable
0: <laughs> anyway that, that absolute travesty aside Another cracking promo from Gold does this. So entertaining, but blimey, we don't need Vince doing it again next time. God.
2: He followed it up with most men, in particular one who oozes my cheese more like Razor Ramon.
0: What's <laughs> what? what What's he... What, What's he implying there? What's he getting
2: at? He made him sound like a, a fondue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a nickname is Born for Razor. <laughs> Back to Doc, who is almost positive that Razor is almost here... Uh, in fact, he tells us he's just pulled into the parking lot. I'm not sure I can contain my excitement. It's going to be a good segment, this, when Razor finally arrives. It's going to be worth the wait, let me tell you. We then get a quick promo for Taker versus Brett for the title at the Royal Rumble before we're once again immediately back with Doc Hendricks. And Razor is finally here. And he walks right by Doc. <laughs> Pausing, <laughs> pausing only to ask where yeah. Goldust is Doc didn't even get a question in after all that <laughs> shtick he's been here all night you know?
1: we've had updates every five minutes No,
0: doesn't even get one question he's ten miles away
1: he's seven miles away five <laughs> miles away and he just waltzes straight past him what a complete idiot absolutely
0: fucking ridiculous oh dear Oh, after all that, blimey. Back in the arena once more, and the sound of a dentist's drill meets our ears. And we see Isaac Yankum, who is defeated by The Undertaker, who's accompanied by the always superb pallbearer, by pinfall. We then see Goldust being interviewed by Docs, at least he's getting to talk to someone tonight, before Goldie is attacked by Razor, where he only just about manages to stop the assault, and he does so with the use of a desperation low blow right to Razor's shaving kit. <laughs> we're then shown some softcore porn (laughs) 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 Uh, and you wouldn't be able to do that one (laughs) as Sonny's in the bath (laughs) of course
2: she is god Imagine putting this together Honestly, from a production point of view, right? We'll have the fight. We'll build this up, I'll show this big brawl, this big encounter with Gold Dust and Razor. When this fight really kicks off, <laughs> everyone's everyone's edge of the seat. Whoa, this is great! And then we'll cut straight to Sunny in the bath. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you
1: think about Ridiculous. where we started <laughs> where we started like, she was on the, she was on the billiards table like at the very beginning yeah and there's no way I, I, I was thinking the next scene would be in the bath so we've ended up here haven't we so. it's unbelievable it's absolutely it unbelievable for what purpose are we doing this honestly
2: spawn. what a great fight and now I've got an erection what are they fighting again this is, <laughs> this
1: is I'm so confused
0: <laughs> this is unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> Well, exactly right. And Sonny <laughs> says, from the bath, that was so good. Did you realise we did it for almost an hour? Now that's raw.
3: Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. awful.
0: Deary me. The lads on comms no sell this bit of blue and discuss a replay of Razor attacking Goldust instead.
1: Yeah, they're not, not, not bothered in the slightest, you know, these lads. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Not battered an eyelid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all the
1: teenage lads all across America <laughs> reaching for the pause button <laughs> <laughs> these lads these lads and comms are not bothered
0: absolutely no selling it what's,
1: what, what's gold us doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you think this may be
2: do you think maybe this is to counter. Obviously, we've got gold dust on the screen, and we know about the uh, the, the homophobic fears of most men. So Vince is like,
0: I've got to, I can't lose him. He's, ant- He's
2: anticipating a deluge of <laughs> complaints about the, the homophobic <laughs> fears of most men. So, right, we'll stick some. Sonny, you get in that bath. <laughs> <laughs> you get that bath. We'll sort this out.
1: No problem. <laughs> Sonny, can you play pool? I'll <laughs> <laughs> <Or, or> swim. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Straight from the engine room of Vince, this isn't it? He can't Jesus. See it. Oh, right out the top drop We head back
0: live, and we see Goldust hilariously hightailing it, dazed and staggered, open suitcase in hand, clothes falling everywhere, trench coat half on, only to be attacked once again by Razor, as the lads then head outside and brawl in the snow before Goldust escapes in a town car, and we end the show. So that was Monday Night Raw, but what did we all make of it? Let's start with our ratings builders. Go on then, lads, what do we make of that?
1: I'm gonna go with first uh, The Undertaker. Um yeah. and I don't know if I don't know if I'm feeling a bit nostalgic knowing that you know, Taker's got his pipe and slippers on now at the moment, but uh, <laughs> what what a performer. You know, he from the moment the, the bell chimes at the beginning of uh, the entrance music He's got the crowd like right where he wants him, you know, in the palm of his yeah, hand. Yeah, he really does. Doesn't even have to. Doesn't even have to jump on the mic, does he, to sell the gimmick? It, nah. it just works. Um, he's still wearing a ridiculous looking mask, and and <laughs> he's still massively over the crowd. Um, it Was good to see him, you know, go to blows with Future Kane. Yeah, uh, I like to. I like the fact that Kane, uh, with all his physicality, tried to lock on the uh, the tombstone to. To Taker, um, obviously reversed, and and that's what uh, that's what he delivered as the as the finisher. But yeah, uh, I think it I think Raw's always a better program when uh, when Taker is involved. Yeah, it's a spot, um,
0: spot on point. you're dead right. It's exactly it. Really is. It does lift it no end. Um, and I think it's uh, it's you can see Isaac Yankum's not quite Kane yet. He's not quite as he's still no, a little no, bit. No. You know, it's not quite as slick as it should be, etc. In the ring, but still cracking to see these two go toe
1: yeah, to you, you can see that. Yeah, and you can see that there's there's things to work on with uh, yeah. with Isaac Yanko as well, is not he? So, but yeah, Taker always a shining light. So he, he was he was a he's one of the the clear builders for me. Yeah, totally, so. totally right. It was going to be the
2: ringmaster for me in the uh, in the match you had mentioned earlier, Steve. But I, I went once I see that final segment, there could be nothing else really. So like, <laughs> I just thought it, it, it set out just perfectly with a wide camera angle and, and the, <laughs> the music kind of playing in the background. <laughs> kind of building up the tension until Goldust gets the uh gets a smack in the mouth and then chaos just ensues, and it I thought the chaos was genuine like you know, it, was, it was quite exciting. It? it was, then, it totally
0: was, absolutely was, yeah.
2: And then obviously as we've mentioned, broken up by Sonny in the bath to really kind of <laughs> throw everything off. And then, then 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 you kind of said about it Steve that explained it really well when he's trying to make the escape and it's, it's, it's comedy. It's perfect
0: comedy, wasn't
2: it? So we got violence yeah, and chaos, cool. then porn and then comedy and then, <laughs> and then more violence and chaos. It was just an absolute... It was Bedlam at the end of that show. <laughs> it was <his> Bedlam.
0: <laughs> it, was the, <laughs> yeah. it was the clothes coming out of the case that yeah. got me. That was, it was. just... Oh, it amazing. was quality.
2: It's first class.
1: It was cracking up at all the things that was just being thrown at gold dust at one point. <laughs> it was a bin, then a table, <laughs> and then yeah. like yeah, a fire extinguisher, then... <laughs> It's like it, was some, it was like it was on a conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: yeah, the generation game.
1: I, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. Then, then uh, when they were outside, uh, a shovel was picked up. I was, was fearing the worst when that when that was picked up. And then it was just pure comedy, wasn't it? Uh, I loved
2: it. I loved it. It was. It was I, I'd go as far as to say I think it might be the best thing I've seen overall. Uh, yeah, the whole time uh, we watched it, it it's, oh, it's yeah. definitely top three. It's Definitely top three.
0: Yeah, it yeah. was great. It was um and it was it was real sort of uh, attitude era kind of um you know window as well, wasn't it? Really, it's that sort of stuff that you you know becomes probably overdone later on. We'll get into it when we when we get there. But it was that kind of as you say, exciting, different. You know, contrast that with you know the Raw Ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the it's, Raw Ball. <laughs> we're we're leagues apart. I'm know? sure Vince
2: called um the Royal Rumble at one point in this show. He referred to it as the Super Bowl of the WWF. I said, well,
1: <laughs> what, what was the what was the Raw Ball then? <laughs> That was the one you two weeks ago. <laughs> 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 out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> it never happened. Only two weeks ago, now, I'm sure.
0: That's amazing. I missed that. Oh, awesome. I had uh, the two things apart from the, the ones you 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 guys have covered. Um, and the first one, you're gonna laugh at me, I think, but honestly, Todd Pettingill, he's just really good. I, I know we're comparing him to Doc, oh, I can't but, that. but but no, no but okay. I, I, honestly. God. Compared to, to compared to Doc. There was no gravelly voice, didn't you no know, Todd Penckill doesn't sound like he's been gargling nails. He he <laughs> he knows his stuff without wanting to make me punch myself in the face. You know, I just oh it was it really stuck out as a as a thing, right, fine, fuck you both. I thought it was great. Um <laughs> so I, I think
1: with uh, to, to be fair though, I think with 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 the Todster. Yeah yeah. I think it's just just uh all the gear he has to flog around him, so yeah, e- fair even, even during this promo, we had the cardboard cutouts in the background and the denim jackets. <laughs> so that kind of takes the, 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 the shine away from it, doesn't it? But
0: Yeah, I can't defend any of yeah. that. You're right. I can't defend He's any of that. a kid's TV presenter.
1: He should be on live <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, all right. All right, well, I like him. My builder, not yours. I'm going to have him be builder now. Okay. No. no. That's fair. Each own. That's what it's all about. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> uh, next one, I think you probably you probably uh, be more, more in my corner with this one. So, so... I watched um, Austin taking on Kevin Owens at WrestleMania right before I watched this Raw, so right before this Ringmaster match, right? So, start and end, which was unintentional, but just as I did. And, you know, just if it doesn't need saying Stone Cold was ridiculously fantastic against Owens, you know, in putting on a show, given he's 58, you know, taking them bumps and stuff. Doesn't need saying ridiculous. But watching that and then seeing this, like, oh, it's. Great watching him, he, like, the aggressiveness, the sort of snappiness of his sort of mm. strikes and moves. I mean, this match was was helped massively by Matt Hardy being cracking too. Both of them sold really well. Um, yeah, I think this is how you do a squash match, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, no, both no, of I, get the stuff in.
1: I made note that out of out of the squash matches we've seen on Raw, I think this was probably the best one. I in terms can. of enhancing completely enhancing can. someone's profile. Uh, I didn't get why Matt Hardy had HV on his trunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: I went and found out. I thought you might ask.
1: <clears throat> All right, go on.
0: HV is, and you may have noticed the uh, with eagle-eyed uh, HD vision that some lightning bolts on his on his uh, on his wrist straps too. All right. An alternative gimmick of Matt Hardy's is high voltage. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. I think we can all agree he made the right decision to leave that one. <laughs>
1: anticlimax.
0: Massive yet. anticlimax. Then. <laughs> exactly. I'm
2: surprised then, in the um, in this, you know, this, there's obviously a lot of um, wrestlers with like jobs in there, like with well, yes. Bob Holly being the, the race driver and all that. Oh, you got obviously, a Korean. I'm the surprised they <laughs> haven't made him an electrician then, my Ardi. If that's his. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming in with that, kiss <laughs> on that kind of angle. The Sparky, yeah, the Sparky
0: here he comes. Right
2: I, uh, I do love seeing the, I do love seeing the the big stars in the before they I were know. famous jobber roles though. So it's, uh, it was yeah, nice yeah. to see Matt Hardy. Yeah, out me there. too.
0: And genuinely cracking match. I think the only thing missing was yeah. the, the million dollar dream is uh, is no stunner. But you know it suits his character because no, he's no. he's being this shit out yeah. and just gets smothers and all the rest of fine. But it's you know it's, uh, yeah, I can I can see him. Uh, I-
1: I don't know if you. I, don't, I mean, I, this. I don't know if you'll agree with this. Steve, This just might be m- m- my personal opinion, but uh, it, it, Austin seemed quite. He seemed very technical. Um, Completely, like yeah. His, his yeah. mat-based skills. He, he's very slick. You obviously we associate with him, him just being a brawler and yeah. You know, just putting on, you know, putting on a show, just beating people up and taking command. I don't know. He just, he just looked really slick. He really during did. this. And I not remember. I don't remember him being that. Technical, yeah. If I'm being honest, I, I was well impressed with, uh, with with what he did. Yeah, me
0: too. And I, I can't wait till we start getting to see you know early days of Stone Cold and stuff, and, and the later days of Stone Cold as well. But you know him him taking on Bret Hart and stuff. Yeah. I kind of I can't, I can't wait because if the, the, you know,
1: the, matches yeah, like this, the, but... the dark the dark green trunks and the uh, the blonde skinhead <laughs> it looks yeah. weird, just, doesn't just it took, Just awesome. took just a, took a lot away from it, didn't it? Um,
0: yeah, he's uh, he's not found his luck yet, but uh, yeah, we we know he does. Amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. good builder, good builder that one.
0: All right. Well, after all that, then time for us to pick a ratings builder each. Have we all gone with what we selected? Have we been swayed by anyone else? Todd Pettingill. Let's find out. <laughs> 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 Liam, let's start with you. What was your Raw ratings builder?
1: Yeah, as mentioned, I'm still sticking with uh, the Undertaker. Absolute class act of uh, of this program in particular, and always uh, on Raw. So yeah, take it for me.
0: Can't argue with that, Jim. Your turn. Pettin' I assume? No, no, not getting swayed by, yeah. uh, by the Todd's Day. It's still the, the, the end of the closing show sure chaos for me. Yeah, fair enough. I'm equally unmoved. I'm going for the Ringmaster's debut. So, over to the ratings killers. I'll kick us off. Owen Hart versus Marty Ginetti, Sorry, Jim. This one will hurt a little bit, I imagine. I love Owen. I appreciate that Gennady is very proficient in the ring, and that there was nothing particularly wrong with this match, though the finish was dead weak.
2: It was I'm weird sure. as fuck, wasn't it? Are, I, I, yeah, yeah, I thought this was.
0: But I just didn't care. I just didn't care. I didn't. I. I know that. There was no skin in the game, and who won. Really, apart from obviously, I always want Gennady to lose because of the nitpickers' support. But you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I just didn't care, and that's that's a shame.
1: I think this is this is the. Uh... I think this is the worst I've seen. Ginnetti, he looked very, very sloppier off the off the pace. Um, yeah, a lot of it was poor. Wasn't it? A, yeah, it wasn't a memorable match for for either. To be honest, so I'm, I'm in agreement with you though. It's even even deflated my enthusiasm for Martin Gennetti somewhat. Is it? Especially that finish was just. I mean,
2: they've just basically said he's done, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
3: yeah. I've never so, seen anyone yeah. lose like that.
2: Uh,
0: can we? So, to, to, <laughs> w- what happened then? Right. So, so Owen sort of does this sort of weird inside out kind of. Flint. Bridge
2: thing, yeah, bridge, yeah, yeah.
0: So he sort of spins like some kind of gymnastics move, Jeanetti round, and then Bridge pins him, and that's the three. He
2: almost did absolutely. Yeah, absolutely he did very, very little, didn't he? And yeah. then just, just, then just pins him. Didn't yeah. even look yeah. like he was kind of he was, kind of. he was the kind of. He was probably like cinched into this. <laughs> yeah, this kind exactly. of bridge. It didn't even look like that. It was, it was rubbish.
0: It didn't. It looked like you know you you we'd missed you know the, the, it was a botch and they'd missed the finish. Like it was. Yeah, that, it, surely that it was. Went like, back else, yeah, yeah, surely that should have been a kick out too, yeah. and off you go yeah. into something. Worthwhile, but but yeah, there you go. That's my that's my first one for the year. Uh, I've got a few with raw, fear you not.
2: There's a few things you could pick out, but for me, I've just covered the of the overall the kind of general mess of the show itself. Like like oh, what what are aiming this at? Who's this? Who's the, who's the kind of target audience? We've spoken in the past, haven't we, about like the, the kind of cartoony nature of the program in the sense that like obviously it wasn't as prevalent in this show tonight, but you still had things like the evil dentist and the magic urn and the Undertaker match and, yeah. you know, and all those sort of things going on. <laughs> um, and that's obviously not content, is it? That's aimed at adults. And then obviously when in the Undertaker <laughs> match itself when they had the RIP <laughs> chance going on. that There's pants to the crowd and that was 100% children. Yeah,
3: Some the spiders,
1: because the, the kids are afraid of spiders, aren't they? So that was
2: definitely... Yeah, the spiders. In there. So they that like in that mind, that though, with all that in mind, mm-hmm. where does... So I know I know. it was part of the greatest segment we've seen on this little this yeah. run-through we've been doing, but where does Sunny in the bath yeah. telling everyone she likes it raw, fit yeah. in with this? Yeah, or, or, or the,
0: gold dust being... Uh, the homophobia exactly, angle with gold yeah. dust. Yeah. So imagine
2: you took your nine-year-old kid along to see this. <laughs> they're into the matches and all, they're having a great time, and then they on the way home, they turn around and they say to oh, you, Dad, I must be like that naked lady in the bath because... <laughs> I really like it raw too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't be going backwards. You wouldn't let them watch that program anymore. That, that's the end. That's the end of raw <laughs> think, for you.
1: I mean, I, I, I already know he's got the, the, the most ratings the week after because once people got wind of that, <laughs> exactly.
2: you'd have all kind of oh, devi,
1: yeah, deviant yeah, exactly. shooting in, wouldn't you? So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that guy, Remember that guy who used to listen to the pod. This one's not making it. This is what I got him into wrestling, I bet you anyway. I'll keep that in the pod, we give a shout out
1: I've <laughs> a viewer since ninety-six.
2: Since January fifteenth, ninety-six. Maybe that's what maybe <laughs>
0: that's what fucked <laughs> him up. Maybe maybe he got taken along, maybe his dad was like, Hey i <laughs> and enjoy the spiders. Don't look at the time <laughs> truck don't look at the time. <laughs> 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 Look that at the spiders. She's t- <laughs> <laughs> oh. just getting cleaned. She's just getting cleaned. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just playing snooker. <laughs> Can you play snooker? <laughs> 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 oh,
3: great! Oh, cracking.
1: Right, I don't know, Liam, what are you saying? Yeah, go on. Uh, for me, it's easy. This, uh, uh, what you've said, what you've both said of. Uh, I can I can cl- clearly agree with, but for me it was Doc's mile by mile update of where <laughs> Razor Ramon was or wasn't. It just wasn't needed. Every five minutes, it you know, he was it. ten mile away, like we've said. And I don't know why that needed to be part of the show. I think it, it hits back to what you've just said, uh, Jim. With like, I think it's just they don't they don't have a clue what's going on at the moment. They're just trying to shove what they can in a in a forty five minute resting yeah, it's, program. It's so, so, yeah, yeah. The only thing so, I'll
0: say in in defence of, of this. Sh- absolutely shocking shit was the razor b- <laughs> buying Doc
1: off on no, oh, oh yeah that was hilarious that, that, that was me. that was great that was nearly a builder yeah. <laughs> 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 after the massive build up that was that was that was gonna make the builders list but <laughs> Doc, Doc had already squashed it too much for me
0: yeah fair totally fair yeah, so, yeah he's, he, he,
1: he's gotta be he's gotta be on the killers board I think
0: i uh d- 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 speaking of shocking things, uh billionaire Ted's wrestling war room, Oh, it's just oh, yeah. it, it doesn't need to be happening this anymore it's just just no. stop this now, I mean,
1: they can't be banging this drum every week, can they you know, exactly. it
3: like it's
1: uh, uh, slightly funny for thirty seconds
3: exactly.
1: <laughs> okay, we're in the ratings maybe the punters love this. <laughs> We've got it all up it is, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's a
0: very, very real possibility. That's totally. Fair. I was going to say, it's
1: quite possible that. <laughs> it's the case. He never buckles. He
0: never backled. You never backled. <laughs> <laughs> Nitpicker caused himself so, a t- job last, last episode. <laughs> never buckles. And,
1: and, and two of the three people here have been fooled by fake Bill Clinton Abner, <laughs> <themselves>. so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Another killer, obvious, clear one. HBK narrating his own Royal Rumble story. Uh, it's, it, oh, I mean, yeah. Disney wouldn't touch this with a barge pole, would they? It's, it's, it's not, it's not high enough quality, but it's the same milk. It's shocking. Like nice pants. It was it's even, it's even, it's like it's week week by week, it's getting worse. Like each package yeah. is worse. Like it's, we're, we're talking like high school drama levels of acting, aren't we? Like HBK's delivery is just. Oh, it's terrible. He's, he's absolutely dross.
1: It is, uh, it's just he's like con- continuing, like pulling on heartstrings or, or attempt to pull on heartstrings. Like Well,
3: he's clearly no, bollocks. No, no, of course, no, he's not brain no damaged.
1: One, yeah, no, no one's buying this. Really. Of course, the insurance oh, oh, wouldn't
0: oh. cover that. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, like we obviously the, the audience knows that he hasn't got brain damage. So I don't, I don't know why he just doesn't say like he's got like head trauma or concussion. Exactly. Like concussion was fine, wasn't yeah, it? Concussion right. storyline was fine. Not this brain damage palaver. Like what is going on? Ridiculous. Toilet.
0: Jim, let's start with you. What's your raw ratings killer?
2: I mean, any of those I could be swayed by. I, I will stick to my to what I put forward as the, the the general the general mess of the show itself. But HBK runs across and, and, and Doc's mile by mile update as well is all there's all kinds of uh <laughs> it's pretty difficult TV to watch. But yeah, the craziness, the 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 outright mess of the show is
1: that is for me the worst thing.
0: Totally fair. Liam.
1: Yeah, I'm sticking with mine. Doc Hendricks uh Mild report was was just unbearable. Um, so yeah, that that's that's easily a killer for me. Completely fair.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 still sticking to my guns. I just don't know which of mine is is winding me worst. I, hovering over Owen and Marty because it was boring, but I can't I can't put that I can't put that below HBK's Royal Rumble promo. I can't. That that'd be scandalous. So yeah, HBK. That that shtick has to be. Now let's head over to WCW for the Nitro notebook, where Bischoff and the gang are in Miami, Florida's night centre for Monday Nitro. We start, as is traditional, with the lads on comms and Pepe Watch sees that he's this time wearing a polka dot cap and bib combo. I don't know what this outfit was. Any any ideas, lads? Any was it some supposed to be? it something? a bib or a neckerchief? A neckerchief, was it, I see. Right. Or was it a bib, I don't know. I'm saying was it was it a... a... It was lost on me. I didn't know he got I it. Dog go, I fashion go. seems no to idea. be my uh... <laughs> <laughs> do <had> you <his> expertise <laughs> for me. it. Specialist skill. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, much like I did on Watching <laughs> Night Show, let's move on. We get the action underway with Lex Luger and macho man Randy Savage, with the latter succumbing to Lex's torture rack. The fourth loss Macho's endured in the last few weeks deserves so much better than this, does Macho. So much better. We then get a Red on Red promo next as the Four Horsemen have a chat with the Taskmaster and various other inhabitants of the Dungeon of Doom, hosted by Mean Gene. Arn Anderson says they aren't going to have the scheduled tag match against the Dungeon tonight as there's no financial benefit to them doing so. There'll be no winners, no losers, just survivors. If they were to go head to head. Taskmaster, in response, is very complimentary about Flair and Arn, saying he respects them, but he's not so chuffed with Fry in Brian, as we call him, who acts the fool before he's disciplined by the Battery, who gives him a slap to stop his jerkassery. It seems to satisfy Taskmaster, and they all agree to be friends or something or other.
1: There's a new member of the Dungeon of Doom. I I I, I couldn't make out who it was, but there was a there was a big a one man gang with the...
0: Yeah, it was a one man gang. Oh, was that who it
1: was? Yeah, one yeah. man. Oh, gang. Oh right, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I did have to check. Oh, this. Right. We haven't really seen it much in... No,
1: uh... yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. I didn't get why they've done this, because his, his whole dealers is he's fucking massive, isn't it? And they already have the giant whose dealers is he's fucking massive. Yeah. So now they've made the
0: one-man gang look less massive, you know what I mean? <laughs> less like a off. what's the point of that? Well, he's, he's no longer a one-man gang, is he? He's joined a gang. He's joined a gang. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. He's, he's, now, he's now a one-man member of a gang. Which isn't quite... His, <laughs> <laughs> quite member days. of... <laughs> It's all absurd. It's all absurd. The dungeon. I thought the horseman stuff oh, right. was great, though. I'm sure, I was cracking. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Dungeon. Well, I'm sure we'll cover that in the uh, in the build-up. But dungeon. <laughs> Next up, it's the debuting public enemy, Ooh. comprised of Rocko Rock and Johnny Grunge. They go over, though. <laughs> they go over the American Males, defeating them by pinfall in a fairly nondescript match. That's it's uh, absolutely uh, awful. It's, it's over in it just sl- three minutes sloppy, twenty-eight, it? and it was shocking. And it's over because Johnny Grunge rolls up Bagwell whilst holding the tights. They were fucking everything up, the fat lads. Everything was, was awful. <laughs> yeah. The public enemy lads, it was <laughs> shocking. It was terrible.
1: They, they stumbled the way through that match, didn't they? Oh, they the did. one
2: without dreads was, was so unathletic. It, yeah, it, it, was, it was things like getting out of the ring was... was <laughs>
0: Was even looked rubbish. <laughs> it really did. Rocco, by the way, his, uh, his his hair braided. He looked like that. You know, Monica and Friends where she when they got to Barbados and she just to get the braids. It's all <laughs> I can see like what's happened to her. You know? Rocco's
1: got the dreads. So yes, it was, it was Johnny the one is Johnny Crunches. Uh, he's uh, good. the one without the dreads. Isn't he? he's, he's the unfit
0: one. He's the one who could could do with the. Uh, do we see the inside of a gym? Yes. Um, they anyway, dreadful. The, they were a good pun. Uh, the the real focus <laughs> <Sorry>. of the, <laughs> the match. The real focus of the match. We'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Season two, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the real focus of the match comes after it's finished and we get a staggering straight of EC dub spot as Rocco sent on bombs Bagwell from the top rope through two stacked tables on the outside. Save it for the pay-per-views, lads. Uh, it's,
2: it's no need, was it? For nothing, for, for nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: just...
2: it took so long to set up thought I, I the show was going to overrun at the end of that. It <laughs> took him a, a good five full minutes of show Johnny
0: Grunt was end. knackered. <laughs> he was knackered, the lads.
1: Why didn't they just do that straight away? Like, they've jumped ship from ECW, this hardcore nature. Yeah. Just get them out the ring on the yeah. table within a minute and do that. <laughs> and get it over and show yeah. Rather than showing us that they can't wrestle. And then we've got to wait.
0: <laughs> You're dead right.
1: You know, additional time. We're into injury time after the, after the match. Just oh. watching them put the, t- the tables up. Bagwell had to get himself on the table. He had to, stay there. He was, he had,
2: Bagwell
0: had to climb up there himself. They just basically just kind of made sure he didn't fall <laughs> off the other end. And yeah, I hold it in this really <laughs> unnatural position, awaiting splashdown. Oh, this was awful. It was terrible, wasn't it? It was absolutely terrible. Um, not helped <laughs> by the fact that um both of Public Enemy, the Public Enemy, uh, kept shouting at the cameras, sort of picked up by the camera mics uh, at ringside, going, This is where the big boys play. It's so a fucking no. hell, mate. Stop it. Mm. Jesus. It's, how, how extreme do you get? It was shocking. Red fucking. flags. Red flags here, Red flags, red are flags all over the shop. You're dead right, Liam. <laughs> we uh, we get broken up by that Slim Jim commercial from Macho Man which is significantly more exciting than the thing we've just watched um, and it's followed by what I've dubbed World War Woo as Sting takes on reigning champ Ric Flair managed by Jimmy Hart Sting the challenger enters first and once again is staggered by his own pyro he tells the camera that he thinks it's, it's too much <laughs> alright Sting be cool man fucking Christ <laughs>
2: uh, It's like me, the intro I got, the uh, (laughs) coming back. (laughs) It's
0: too much. (laughs) The builder I got today. Kindred spirits, the Stinger (laughs) and the picket. But he says it's too much, and so it proves to be, as Stinger loses by pinfall after Lex Luger appears and, for no reason that I could fathom, grabs Jimmy Hart's microphone as both stand on the apron, accidentally hitting Sting in the process, knocking him out and letting Flair get the win. I imagine this might feature fairly heavily in our ratings yeah. section.
1: There's, there's a lot to there's a lot to speak about this. We've this got to unpack this, this.
0: Correct. Anyway, Flair capitalises, as I say, and gets the win um, as the knocked out Sting is pinned whilst in the figure four. Let's see if that's the finish.
2: Did you um did you catch the super brawl promo in the middle of this? The, 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 the next pay per view they're doing. Ooh, they had one of them one. classic uh, WCW kind of ready made kind of videos pushing the promo. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a, a pretty big revelation there don't know if you heard it, so obviously we've got Super Bowl, the opening line of, yeah. the, of the of this plug. Got you. It's not about losing. Pause. It's about winning. <laughs> <laughs> so there you
3: are. Is, is don't it, turn up there thinking, yeah.
2: uh, I'll get beat tonight, because that's, that's the aim of this.
0: <laughs> and
2: I'll walk out with a bell. I'll get beat and I'll be the one leaving with the bell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God, I missed that. Or I repressed it, one of the two. That's Seriously, shocking. so
2: we've got to watch Super Bowl. Well, now I mean, know it's about winning.
0: It must. <laughs> shocking. And next, to close out the show, it's not the heavyweight title match as it really should be that we've just had, but instead, who else but Hulk Hogan, who is taking on the returning to Nitro for the first time in a few weeks and absolutely, definitely, completely deserves much better than this, Meng. This is another Hogan template match, unfortunately, save for the finish, uh, which is a very mild tweak on the formula. As Meng, he tries to hit Hogan with a spike, as Partridge would say, <laughs> <laughs> only, only for Hogan to rest control of the weapon and then use it against Meng, knocking him out and then getting the win by pinfall. Oh, man, this is this is definitely going to feature. This was absolutely dire. him by
2: wrestling,
1: he's better than you're cheating as well. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah. laughs> Why did uh, why did Meng and uh, Sullivan start beating up the cameraman on the way to the ring as well?
0: <laughs> I didn't get that. It's a good
1: question. Did you not seeing there was a yeah. car- there was a camera- cameraman on the floor. He just starts kicking them. In. What, what was that about? And
0: then almost started another one who couldn't help but corpse and start giggling whilst pretending to. Yeah, you know, it's like Jesus Christ. It's yeah, fucking dreadful. It was a terrible, terrible. Is,
2: um, when he was doing whenever the ref was distracted and he was doing the taskmaster was doing the um, the Austin Powers judo chop. The, <laughs> your karate <laughs> chop action take a pick but he was doing but <laughs> on them fucking Hulk Hogan every time. What the fuck? He's his, way out, is... shocking. I'm gonna read on his him, way out, all yellow. Oh, he's, he's shocking. He's, he's, he's terrible. He's like I don't know. Like it's like he's I can't even get my words out, boss. <laughs> just every arranged. time it's every interference he does, he, he just yeah. he, he fucks him up every time. It was buying that he's this kind of yeah. evil genius overlord.
0: Now he gets foiled every. <laughs> Every week, <laughs> it's like Pinky it's, in the Brain, it's the Brain's yeah. plan coming, oh, it's man. falling around him. It's horrendous. He's clinging on, isn't he? He's clinging on. Ah, oh, yeah,
2: it's I mean, like nice like a new show though. And I know we've been watching it for a while, but and obviously, you know, the, the, um, Kevin Sullivan or, or the Taskmaster obviously he was preceding whatever yeah. he was, they were doing on TV before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we're gonna, if it's a new TV show, we're pushing these like new things. Why well, do we, should we spend some time getting over like, this guy to our new audience? Is some some evil genius as opposed to fucking. <laughs> you know, we've just got this, we're just watching this pagan Bill Bailey trying and failing to destroy <laughs> Hulk Hogan. And he's, he's, he's on a weekly basis and there's just nothing that says he's got a chance of doing it, isn't it? It's yeah. so bad. It is. It's
1: terrible. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely terrible. It's terrible.
0: Well, if we can, we now must turn to our Nitro ratings builders. This is going to be a bit of a battle. Jim, do you want to kick us off?
2: Right. You know what? I'm going credit where it's due here. First, first episode of the new the new series, new season, should I say. I'll go credit where it's due. Go on. If this was the first time I'd ever watched Nitro and I saw this Lex Luger match with Randy Savage, I'd be interested in watching another Lex Luger match with Randy Sanders He wasn't what? awful. Wow. He didn't. It wasn't horrendous, I thought. The match was that match Some was the best praise. thing. Some
3: Luger
0: praise. I know. Yeah, Unheard yeah. of. What happened to you while you were away?
1: <laughs> you have really changed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just thought that match was the best thing of the show and I thought he wasn't, you know, no, the, no. He didn't, he, his, his clownishness didn't, didn't, didn't detract in any way. So, yeah, you um, save that
1: for later. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't as sloppy as usual. Was it? He was. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from.
2: It's probably all savage, but you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> say, I'll say, let's give, let's give Lucas some credit. It's a, it's a, new, it's a new season.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Liam gives a builder.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It was tough, really, to find a, a standout builder amongst all the filth. Um, <laughs> but w- w- one of one of the builders that I did I did like was um, was Meng re- re- reappearing. Um, I hate to see him being used as Hogan's toilet paper, but he's been uh, he's been missing <laughs> for weeks now.
0: Yeah, best, best restaurant Night Israel. He is.
1: Yeah, now he's in the Dungeon of Doom reappearing. Um, hopefully, he's going to be featuring a, a lot more um, with with people who can get him over better and. Um, put on a better, better wrestling show than what we what we saw in the in the, uh, in, the in the main event tonight. So it, it, it's always good to see Meng on the on the programme. Yeah, and he was great um,
0: for, for, for the limited scope he had. right, he was great. Always is. Bill for me, the Horseman's internal struggles. I'm enjoying this. Arn and Fry and Brian are absolutely cracking here. Like, the 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 dungeon, not so much, as we discussed, you know. But you know, I don't care because they're just there as the setup for Arn and Brian to have their spat. I like, absolutely love all the shtick about Arn running the Horseman as a business, and you know, it's all this business operation to defend to defend the gold with flair. And if it's you know not good for business, he's not going to do it. and He's making solid business decisions. Oh, it's just it's it's great. This this is this is great, and, you know. And even even. Taskmaster's droning voice, which is from a prior decade, couldn't ruin this bit for me. So yeah, more of this, please. Cracking stuff.
1: I, I will mention as well. Um, even though on debut that they, they were they were great, um, but Public Enemy, the, the the last couple of of seconds of that, and <laughs> adding a, adding a new adding a new dimension to the show as well. It's kind of like showing us what we're heading towards when you've got you know Raw and uh, Nitro kind of. Looking for something different and something yeah, new. So sure. seeing that hardcore element added to it. Uh, it's, that was entertaining. Yeah. You know, yeah, the last yeah. the last the last ten seconds of that was entertaining.
0: Yeah, I mean the the actual scent on through the tables was, you're right. The 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 yeah. the, the setup wasn't.
3: <laughs> no
1: it just, but, yeah, the match just wasn't needed. No, but, it wasn't. Uh,
0: yeah, you're dead right. Um Flair versus Sting for me, I thought it was the best match on the card. Dead watchable, dead entertaining. Flare's shit just always superb. I could watch that all day. So, to the ratings, builders, I'll pick first. I'm going with Arn Anderson. Yeah, you, you just, this return, right? So, we've had this breather, and this return uh, has just crystallised how entertaining I find the battery. Uh, and as I say, I think the internal Horseman issue storylines are, are, are just the, it's the most compelling thing that's going on in Nitro for me at the moment. Oh, there's there's nothing else that I'm really invested in, but this time I'm, I am genuinely interested to see what happens. As to, I assume will be the inevitable breakdown of the horseman. Can Fry and Brian keep it together, or will he be chastised, cast asunder by the enforcer? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out what happens next in this, and that's the only thing I can say. <laughs> that's the case for our Nitro. <laughs> Liam, what was your Nitro ratings builder?
1: Yeah, I'm going to stick. I'm to stick with my, uh, my suggestion. I'm going to stick with Menk. Uh, yeah. Like, I like the fellow. Decent wrestler. Hopefully more of him going forward, just minus Hulk Hogan.
0: <laughs> totally. We can, but hope. Jim, he's your builder.
2: Yeah, we, we, we bashed him enough, so I, I, couldn't, I couldn't take this away from him. Um, it's Lex Luger for me.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that was the good, but what about the bad? Let's get into our ratings killers.
2: The Public enemy lads, they, they ran it really close. It was a photo finish on this one, but I went with <laughs> just the stale feel of, of the show was the biggest killer for me. So it's like I, mean, I know you're you picked out as one of your, the matches you enjoyed, but especially that 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 sting flare match, it felt like for me, we've just seen that 10, 10 15 times in the time as much? It's like yeah. the same guys, same storylines, just kind of repeated off and on in the flare match. It was like it felt like any nice draw for the past three months we could have seen exactly the same thing like you you know when the, the spots are coming when he's going to do the, the yeah, pre- when Sting's yeah, going to press yeah, slam him yeah, yeah. he yeah. does that three times a match you know it, Flair's going to do the whole stagger backwards and fall flat in his face <laughs> and then pop back up again and like <laughs> <laughs> I know he's great at that, but you, you don't really see it every every week. I just feel it's the same. Yeah. It's a bit repetitive. I feel they
0: need they need, they need to freshen up with new people a bit. Yeah, featuring more new people. You're probably right. There, it's probably I'm probably uh, was enticed because we've had a breather from it. But uh, you're right. Having watched back to back, yeah, maybe I'd uh, maybe he's had been less full of praise. It was yeah. You, it was
1: almost identical to the match they had at Starcade, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, right, that but, is true.
1: So yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying.
2: It just—it doesn't really serve any purpose aside from the fact that that like, you know these two are, are massive stars. So let's just let's just put them on a the telly and, against each other in a match because people want to see that. But if you've seen that week yeah. after week after week, you're not you're not bothered anymore, are you? So
0: yeah, yeah, fair so enough.
2: It Feels kind of self-defeating.
0: Well, I know it's been a while, right? So sort of, I was quite oh, psych side, side for Nigel. See, how we, see, how we get on. It was you know, it was a. Uh... Uh, I'm, I'm back, in, we're back in the game, and here I am listening to Bischoff and Co sort of chew the fat at the start, and I'm trying to ignore Pepe. I'm going, oh well, I'll get past that. But here we go, and uh, I'm thinking, who, who might I see? Might get a bit of Eddie. And I get you know, someone genuinely, a uh, uh, Dean Malenko, someone I'll be, i would be keen to see. And in the background to Bischoff, I start hearing this thing, like, wha 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 wha, and I'm going, that's that's already got me annoyed. Though. what's that? And I'm sort of like half absent-mindedly not paying attention. Get me notes in front of me, and it's like. Oh it's Lex Luger's theme isn't it? Ah, oh, fucking hell. And I I'd, I'd forgotten about Lex. I I'd, I'd I'd repressed and then and then Lex appears and like Lex is now just reminding me how much I can't stand Lex Luger. So I I'm already I'm already out. I'm already fed up with Nitro and it's just the start of the show. It was just ah uh, I, I can't I can't do anymore. He, he can't <laughs> he can't wrestle. He he's awful on a mic. He, he had one job in this. We had one job which was to get involved with the Sting spot which is the only thing that resembles a storyline. And he fucked it up. <laughs> it's it's just I was just face palming my way through all of Nitro. Shocking, shocking yeah, stuff. Up.
2: I was I was kind of um, overlooking that one. We'll give him some praise, but yeah, yeah, you're right. He did he did make a dog's dinner of that, didn't
0: he? Ah, oh, because I mean, so the idea was right. So we've got Jimmy Jimmy out on the apron, uh, presumably to sort of distract or blindside Sting potentially with his with his megaphone, or at least distract him to let uh, Flair get the get get the get the victory or, or advantage and then for no apparent reason Lex arrives joins Jimmy Hart on the apron at this point and then waits for Jimmy Hart to sort of i mean it was it it looked terrible it looked no wonder we didn't get a proper replay because it was terrible shocking
1: <laughs> again what you've mentioned I, I've jotted down here they were they were they stank the place out um, <laughs> but a um, couple from me um first one um uh, quite controversial uh, but i 'm going to put the horsemen as one of the killers uh, only because only because I flagged them as a a builder last time uh, because they were for the first time a legitimate heel faction on the show but now the 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 the're swimming towards the dungeon of doom um, and as i've mentioned it's it 's red flag centrally for me um I'm already worried about, about where this is gonna go. There's, there's too many people involved, you know. Yeah. How many interfer- how many interferences are we gonna get in a match if the if those two those two factions are together? It's gonna be relentless, isn't it? Um So yeah, there's there's warning signs there Um that that was one killer. Um and my other killer um it was, was easily whole Hogan. Yes. Um So first of all, why was his match the main event when they've got a heavyweight title match hey, on the show? Exactly. It's why
0: scandalous. Why is he still
1: mentioning, yeah, why is he still mentioning best friends? He shouted to <laughs> Savage when he stormed out, so you're my best friend. Why is that still being used? Um, why is he whinging about not getting a title shot? He has a title for like 300 Forever. days of the I year. I know. Um, why, did why Why did he come down during the title match? Like, Luger was getting Jimmy Hart away. like He was not interfering with, with Sting. Yeah. There was no reason for him to come down yeah. other than he is Hulk Hogan. So that annoyed me. He said at one point, I, I've been
2: on one heck of a roll lately. That's why he wants a title shot. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 years? <laughs> I've
1: been on one heck of a roll lately. I haven't lost for fucking
2: 15 years,
1: yeah. yeah he's unbearable, isn't he? And then he is. Another thing, another thing that annoyed me was He's interfered in, in the ending of this this this, this title match. Yeah. Um, he knows he's up next, so <laughs> why does he go back in, into the locker room <laughs> to come back out two minutes later? So that that really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 the sodding Hulk Hogan show, and it it, it just yeah. it just stinks of how much influence he has on the storylines at this he's time. A
2: shitter, time. Didn't he? he's a because
1: right. the diabolical, and then the the, the cherry on, on top of all of this was uh, Spike and Meng yes. at the end. You know, such it, a heel it, move. It, 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 it was a heel move. He'd hulked up. He yeah. was getting ready. It was yeah. on a plate for him to, to deliver the leg drop. Yeah. So it didn't need to add this this element of him being a heel just for the fact that he just wanted to just mess things up, didn't he? You saw, so right? Um, yeah. He, atrocious.
0: But I thing. so this this is why Hulkamania is bullshit, right? Because if it's all about him drawing, you know, energy from all the little Hulkamaniacs around the world and vitamins and prayers and all that stuff. But then, you know, he... he, he Surely he'd never be, as you say, he'd never be more amped up and hulked up than at the start of a match when he's just being given the crowd stand mm. ovation. He's doing his thing, right? But that, that doesn't G him up, and then he he slowly gets battered down, and then then he does when he needs to. Just he needs to be down. in peril before I exactly right. That's ridiculous, right? But then. To do this bit where he where he sort of uses the spike, what kind of message is that to send out to all well, the little Hulkamaniacs? Don't use yeah. don't use violent weapons unless someone uses is going to use them on you first, and if you catch them in the act, then stab away, my friends. It's shocking. It's absolutely shocking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a it's terrible. Been, it's message. been a long time. It's been a long time since I've been able to vent my anger and frustration <laughs> about Hulk Hogan. So now i have got the opportunity again. I, I'm not wasting it. So he's, he's easily a killer. Easily.
0: All right. Well, it's time to pick. Jim, you go first. What was your Nitro ratings killer?
1: Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm sticking with what I said earlier. Uh, my, build, uh, my killer's going to be the, the, the kind of interminable nature of the show with the same guys featured in the same matches that we feel like we've seen time and time again.
0: Can't argue with that. Well, I was going to go Lex. Le- Lex is my ratings killer, but I think, I think Liam, you've, you've brought me in a rage with, with Hogan. I, I'm going to go for Hogan. You're right. He's wound me up more remembering it than... Than than I, I, I thought he would. It's 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 so infuriating. You're dead right. The fact he's on last is is unforgivable. It's awful. Let's stop this. So he needs to, he needs to turn heel asap. If, if I'm allowed to hate him, I'm great. I'll be I'll be so in. We need Hollywood to come along as soon as we possibly can do. And Liam, what's your Nitro ratings killer?
1: Uh, I'm very pleased to have been able to convince you to to switch your killer Stiesel. Um <laughs> I'm I'm definitely sticking with Hulk Hogan. Good. Um just yeah, it just just, just infuriates me the guy being on the show. Um <laughs> it's a hard watch. It's a hard watch every week. It is,
0: it really is. Well, with all of that in mind, let's see which show we thought should have gone over this week. Liam, let's start with you. Which show do you think deserved to win this time round?
1: Uh, it's a tough one this uh, for the for the start of season two. Um, <laughs> I think they were both both messy in in terms of structure, um, but I'm just going off the one that kept me the most entertained, and that was Raw. It was definitely raw Nitro I think you've hit the nail on the head there Jim There's there's too much of the same thing every week And, and it's it's quite forgetful um, You know It's easy to switch off during matches at the, at the moment So at least we've got Sunny in the bath And you know <laughs> New elements to raw To keep us on our toes So it, it's raw this week for me Cracking Jim Which
0: one gets it for you?
2: I was just thinking about this there's not a lot of point applying any logic here is there really because last time I tried that we couldn't do a pod for 10 months so um, <laughs> but nevertheless I, I go uh, yeah I wasn't great but I've got a baguette I bought in February that's fresher than Nitro so I'm going for for Vince and the gang
0: Vince and the gang from you yeah clean sweep Raw for me he's too much cobblers on Nitro this week and genuinely really enjoyed watching Ringmaster in action in particular so yeah and, uh, Clean sweep from us. Let's see if we know what we're talking about or if we're just a bunch of cretins. Can't see, nice roadie. <laughs> Let's find out. Well, that's what we think, but what did the American public think in 1996? Over to the golden envelope to reveal the Nielsen ratings for the shows on the 15th of December. Raw 2.4 nitro 3.5 it's insane it is a fucking <laughs> insane it's, so it's a battering for nitro. <laughs> which means that we're back at all square eight a piece on the monday night scoreboard it is quickly becoming the monday night wars of attrition this blow for blow it's getting ridiculous
1: believable Thoughts on that, lads? What a skirmish! Uh, business as usual from us. We, we uh, very, very rarely do we call it right. Do we? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Haven't exactly. a clue. I'm flabbergasted at that result, as I was <laughs> last, w- uh, last week. So it's got to be. To if if
2: there's any logic in this, there's any any kind of sense applied, and I suppose you've got the post Royal Rumble next Raw. Yeah, true. The, Raw's got to win next week. If there's any, yeah. you've seen how shite that show was. You can't. Yeah. You can't be tuning in tonight, Raw again. Surely. I agree.
0: I agree. So that's it for the first episode of the Monday Night Scores Season 2. Next time out, we've got a Royal Rumble special. Will it live up to the HBK built hype? You'll have to tune in next time to find out. Right, well, before we head off to start tracking down scheme gene comb over wigs on Amazon, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We're at TMN Scores. That's at TMN Scores. Well, all that's left is for us to say goodbye. So thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, this has been the Monday Night Scores. Cracking stuff It's good to be back Well we'd best get into it then Alright Jim Nothing changes Get yourself calmed down I'll get you placed in history With some cultural reference points Here we go Let's set the scene The date is The 15th of January 1996 This week The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Inducted some music legends Including David Bowie Pink Floyd Gladys Knight and the Pips The Velvet, Un- the Velvet Underground The Shirelles Tom Donner <laughs> Not everybody Tom Donahue (laughs) that's not him it's the next one sorry Tom Donahue fuck Tom Don no one knows who he is anyway no one knows who he is it's not even who he's making me me laugh it's the next one it's just a daft it's not even funny (laughs) Jefferson Airplane (laughs) 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 those guys it's not the last one's supposed to be funny and it isn't, but it's Jefferson Airplane that I've tripped up every time. Sorry, Jefferson.
2: <laughs> short <of the> form. <laughs> Shorten the rest of the format so we can spend half an hour on the. Uh, Just crop it. The crop fats. the pod. <laughs> <laughs> this week in nineteen ninety-six facts. Nothing
0: thin
2: thin happened. It out.
1: It's not even good. Sorry,
2: wrong one. Shorten the again. rest of the format to half an hour. <laughs> Spent another half an hour the 90, oh, what, of the 1996...
0: Jefferson fucking Airplane. Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Airplane, right. <clears throat> Including David... B- David Bowie, Pink Floyd, Gladys Knight... <laughs> don't shake your head. with him in Bali? <laughs> <I'm all> right. <laughs> <Just> spread. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a funny bit. David Bowie, Pink Floyd, Gladys Knight and the Pips, the Velvet Underground, the Chelles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> fucking Jesus. hell hang on hang on it's nice come just... on Jefferson Herbly <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> fucking hell
0: <laughs> Tom fucking Donahue <laughs> fuck hang on I'll come back to it
3: <laughs> Jefferson
0: the last one's Little Willie John that's the build up I'm getting a Little Willie John that's supposed to be the funny one and every time Jefferson Airplane's got me and Tom Donahue right come on Tom Donahue Jefferson Airplane Tom Donahue Jefferson Airplane and Little Willie John in fi- <laughs> made it in film action horror flick from dawn till dusk is released and goes straight to the top of the US box office grossing 10 million two hundred forty thousand eight hundred. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> oh no!
3: Grossing ten million two hundred forty
0: thousand eight hundred five dollars in its opening week, and and there were another round of nineties music releases with improbable names. Walk Mink, Walk Mink. <laughs> Jesus, so funny one. Walk Mink released L Product, one of Lost Liam's favourites, I believe. Black metal band Dark Throne released Total Death, and the 5678s released Bomb the Twist, which features that woohoo song you all know from uh, Kill Bill. So now that'll all be in all of our heads until the nineteen ninety seven episode. I do apologise. Right now we know which musicians. <laughs> Right, now we know which musicians we were doffing off. Jefferson fucking airplane. How it happen?
1: Well, once we'll, we we'll,
0: we'll, we'll, we'll pass this, we're we'll fine.
1: <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Don't. Right.
0: <laughs> right, now we know which musicians we were doffing our eclectic. Right now we know which musicians. Right now we know which musicians we were doffing our collective caps to, what we were watching at the cinema through our fingers, and what we were listening to in even more mild disbelief than last time. Let's, have, let's see how Vincent and Eric tried to compete with that lot.